Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because. That look good. I got big energy every day. Let's go! And he is dicked. Blind squirrel finds an every once in a while. That's right. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Come on, Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. (laughs) Well, hello, all of you wonderful people out there. You guys, you guys are great. If you're listening to this on a Tuesday after this L... You're Rock awesome. On. You guys, you're, you're just awesome. the best. Yeah, yeah we appreciate God, you. God bless you. Um, welcome back, folks, to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wool Dogs, in with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. I'm sad right now, but I'm gonna get better by the time we're done with this episode. <laughs> He's gonna get better, folks. And let's not forget Kyle, the coach, Duggan. This is really a therapy triangle for us. I it think is. on yes. these L's. And I also wanted to point out my attire choice was not by accident. I'm going to speak <laughs> this into existence. There you go. This I is an it. AFC West championship shirt. It's just 07, to put baby. us back in line. Yeah. We still are there. We're going to get a couple W's, be back at the top, and we're going to be rolling into December. Absolutely. And that is the right okay. mindset to be in. Um, all right. Yeah, folks, it was a unfortunate loss to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, tough to watch, but I can only imagine it was tougher to be there. Kev, Hug and Duggan had the pleasure to be at the game uh i'm sure the first part was better than the last so how, how'd it go out there in uh it was, so go- 
It was good, man. It was like the best part of the whole day was going to Thunder Alley and of meeting course. people and hanging out. Of course. Senior Snappy did his squat challenge. Good, um, good. How are your legs? That, so knock that can shit you explain out. I'm not even sore. What, what, is, what is it exactly? It's just it's a kettlebell. It's just a one-arm kettlebell squat. Okay. So you hold a kettlebell it's, up and you do 10 squats. Got it. I did 12. As many as you can. And I could have kept going, but I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to really push it, but I was like in the middle of Thunder Alley and there were like people walking by me and I was like, okay, this is kind of awkward. Weird flex. I need like yeah, a yeah. Need to go Weird off to the flex. side and do yeah. this. You know I what? To, <laughs> I did yeah. 10. You had to be an overachiever and maybe that's what uh, Kevin did 12? wrecked this game. Yeah. Oh, I could have oh. done a, way, I'm a doing, lot more. I'm doing 13 on, sun, on Sunday. You better believe it. <laughs> I did. I could have easily done twenty five. I, just, I was in the weird place. Oh my god! Well, I know Craig's going to be there at a game soon, and he's going to put nah, up some numbers. Nah, nah, so nah, I, I like... don't want to compete against Craig. Not interested. <laughs> we'll keep it. Within. Not interested in that. I'm just going to say I had good form. We'll just say that my form good. felt good. good. Um, I was. I didn't embarrass my son too much, other than Daddy holding a giant metal ball over his head and squatting <laughs> in the middle of a parking lot. <laughs> Besides that, I was pretty good. Was he? Um, was he cheering for your shotgun chug? Yeah. Yep. He was, yeah, he was no, like, he, daddy, I was actually chug, chug, chug. <laughs> no, he was sitting he was sitting in a chair next to me chugging, eating a brownie. He would scoop his chip into a brownie and eat he'd have like a brownie Don't chip. Lie. So you got Steli with a little LaCroix. Snappy. You popped the bottle <laughs> and juice. he was going with you. Yeah. Yeah. Capri he was, Sun. He was pounding one. Yeah. But it was it was awesome. Dude. Sun, it, yeah. Smash one, bruh. Um, but it was fantastic, like seeing everybody. Saw Bulk out again. Saw a whole bunch of dudes. That, oh, good. You know, we interact with on a daily. Cool. So good. Um, it was it was fantastic. And uh, when in the game, it, you know, it felt good. There were parts of that game that felt really good, man. Yeah. Like our defense was playing well. Like in the first couple series, like it was like, oh shit, like what what's happened? Like is Kenneth Murray this big of a game changer to be flying around? Because he made some good tackles he in did, those first yeah. couple, and they weren't able to run very well. Like we we were we were we were holding them so mm-hmm. it started off good and then i felt like at halftime they should have been up 21 on us they should have had 21 yeah. points and they were only sitting there at 13 so i you know i was talking to guys in the concourse during the time i was like i feel good about this i think our offense is gonna catch catch fire and start getting a rhythm because we didn't have a rhythm at all and we did the opposite of that like we well, could we barely did. we came out right out of the halftime we went down and right scored. there right there scored and then and i was like nothing. all right game on and then there we go absolute <laughs> Yeah, after just, that, just kind of fell apart. Dinker, and uh, honestly, the defense—they had to be on the field so long. Like you can only expect these guys to do so much when right. you're having to Absolutely. play 30, 34 minutes of football. Like yeah. th- it's just that's just so much to play. And yeah. they they were they were bending, not breaking at the end. Beside you know Campbell and not being a good matchup against Justin Jefferson and them just throwing all over him and him just not being at the level. That's just what it was. It's what I saw. I just wasn't at the level to guard him. They just, they picked on him. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we're making giant third downs, third and 15. They'd get a first down. Like that wasn't normal Staley defense. So no. it was, that was frustrating to watch. Like we stopped the run. We did much better at containing, getting after the quarterback. But just the run, the, the passing game became an issue. So mm-hmm. I was, it was so, it was frustrating in that sense. I didn't know what team I was watching. Yeah. Go, going into the half, uh, they popped up a graphic on screen saying that the Vikings were one and eight on third down conversions at that point in the game. So it's like, okay, we're stopping the third down. I mean, I don't know if they consider like penalties or anything like that to attribute to the third down conversion. I don't think they do. So it was just like, okay, one and eight. If they're third and 15 or third and 20, it's like, all right, we we should be well, yeah, able to it, stop this. It showed their average third and distance was like third and 10. That was like their average 
right. yeah. third and what to go. And that's like, why we that's were crazy. able to get after them. That's yeah, why yeah. we were able to start getting some pressure because we weren't in these short yardage situations. And you can give up seven, eight yards on third down and you still get a stop. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. So it was cool to see the defense show up. And, you know, we don't necessarily have to talk about the run defense being a liability because they only held, they held them to like 3.4 yards per carry. 103 yards total. 103 like, yards that's of total one of our rushing. I guess Dalvin Cook. Right. You no, know, it's a Cook. rushing team. Yeah. That was good. So you get you get two big things. You get that one uh, punt return that what the hell happened? They returned it all the way back to our 30. That was a nightmare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just some drops, man. We threw some a pick drops in our own side, on our own weird, side of the field. Weird pick, a couple weird drops, the weird ball. He Justin had a couple weird ball placements, like one to cook on a first that could have been a first down that was low. And then he like got, I think he got bumped a little bit on a screen that could have gone to the house with Austin. It was just these certain situations and yep. circumstances that kind of just when we needed a big play, it just didn't yeah. happen. Right. Can't have in the NFL, every team's so good, you have to execute on most of those plays and we didn't we just didn't it seems like anytime we have two plus drops in a game we're not we're not gonna win you know like we're not gonna they're just off something we're not gonna win we had a ton of drops well it was also interesting the 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 first drop from palmer in that i can't remember it's the first or second quarter it was definitely the first half and palmer didn't catch that pass herbert looked Mad. Ah, like, I know. I've never seen it. Like, I it's kind of nice never to seen see. that from Herbert. I didn't see this. I didn't watch the Dude, broadcast. Yeah. If, like you, can, watch, if you can it. rewatch it, the, the yeah. drop from Palmer, Herbert was yelling at somebody, and it, I'm assuming it, looked, it was Palmer. Yeah, it looked the first time I watched it, it looked like he was screaming, catch it. But I <laughs> just I don't catch think, it. I don't, I don't think that's <laughs> Go to your home. I think, <laughs> I think, Bring it back. Bring it back. I, I think Palmer was supposed to sit. I think he got in between mm. zones and he was supposed to sit mm. and it looked like it looked like Justin underthrew him. He threw behind him, but that's because he was expecting Palmer to sit and he was going to just hit him and then he could turn up field, but he kept running through. So he was frustrated at like the him not doing the, what, what he had anticipated. What needed to happen. Expecting. Yeah. 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 So that, that was uncharacteristic to see that. And especially in the, with it being in like the first half, this wasn't like fourth quarter, frustration this was just like right. immediately like in the first yeah, half it, like getting frustrated man that number three wide receiver is just not, seal, not solid, signed, no. sealed delivered right Mm-mm. now it's just not what no. it is we don't know guyton's dropping balls we only i don't know we targeted him more than once we targeted him maybe twice he dropped one of them uh, i i saw him get one target and he dropped it so that's kind of what we've come to expect from guyton at this point unfortunately yeah. bummer man it is a bummer. It, it it it's frustrating to see the offense struggle the way that they have. I mean, again, you, you can't you cannot compare games to games anymore or teams to teams. You, you know, I'm stuck with the last experience that I had is at when they're playing Cleveland and just throwing the ball out of control where it was everywhere. just totally everywhere. Wanted. Yeah, wherever they want and making big deep passes like that's my last experience. So I've been waiting for that to happen again since that, that wasn't game. my experience. Well, no, it, well, it wasn't anybody's experience since then. Like it really, yeah. they haven't had that much uh, throwing uh, the deep balls since that game. And I don't know why, I don't know why that's happened. I don't know what the change has been or what the issue is. Um, I mean, looking just at the stats of this game, we, I mean, we had less than 200 passing yards. Like that's got to be the lowest for Herbert yet. I got to imagine. I don't know. Not yeah. good. I mean, it could be. I, I mean, less than 253 total yards 
And, and, and the, what was so frustrating is that we were still in this game. Like we were never out of this game, man. It was like we talk about every week with Herbert, with this team, you're going to be a one possession team, like one right. possession game. That's it's going to come down. That's what's going to be frustrating. Right. You get a stop. We could have gone and tied that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We could have tied it. It's just we could not get the stop at the end. And no. that makes it harder, man. You get your hopes up. Like, come on, defense. Let's go. And then didn't happen. And de- yeah, defense had had a good game. I mean, they they did really well. Keeping Dalvin Cook to 103 rushing yards. I mean, not even Dalvin Cook, just the entire rushing offense to under, you know, to 103 yards is pretty impressive. Yeah, that's a huge improvement from previous yeah. weeks. And right. You can't argue that. That is huge. Right. They're making yeah. their adjustments. For some reason, offense regressed this week, and I don't know why. I wish I knew they're, the reason. They're doing some interesting stunting stuff that, like on run plays where I literally watched one play where um, Joey Bosa stepped back and cut all the way down the line and you know they were running the opposite side and made the tackle like right mm-hmm. at the line of scrimmage so they're getting creative they're trying to come up with ways to fix the their woes and, it, and they are they, click, they work well, you know yeah. they took chances I saw Kenneth Murray down there on the edge several times Good. in pass rush situations um, and yeah I mean the defense was not I don't do not think the defense was the issue. No, not if at the all. The offense and Derwin, they Derwin the was in the for, box too. They had the Derwin ball for was thirty six minutes. They had yeah. the ball for thirty six minutes, and you you still hold them to to twenty seven points. Like if you keep a team under thirty points, you should win a game. Like that's what the NFL is now. You right. score a lot of points because of the way that it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't we? I guess we we don't even need to go into officiating because I I don't get. I, don't, I saw your don't one even... post. You got a retweet by Mr. M- Mr. Lights yeah, out Merriman himself. retweeted. No, that was that crazy because I didn't see that. Like, I didn't see that at the game. You don't get that pointed out. Mm-hmm. I saw that after the fact. That was crazy. Yeah. Dude, I just, and I'm not saying like, oh, like they should have called it. I just don't get the rule. No one understands the rule. It's right. so, and this is when, you, even when they explain what happened. It, you still don't understand it. It's like, still, what it's was just, the situation? Explain the situation. Some, some it was Jefferson made that. a catch and it was on, off on the sideline. And after Jefferson caught it, he was, you know, it was on the Chargers sideline, saw Keenan Allen and threw the ball, you know, did that underhand toss to Keenan Looked Allen. Looked at him, threw the yeah. ball to him, kept looking totally at him taunting. as he was running back Right, to making the field. a statement. That he, is a Posturing in the way that they've said, like, they've mentioned posturing so many times for the taunting penalty that, like, if that ain't posturing, then I'm the fucking queen of England. Like this is just, it's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. ridiculous. Just um, and my, my point is, I don't think that should be a penalty. I don't, I think that penalty should be gone. Justin Jefferson, if you want to try that crap and get knocked out the next play power to you, I think it's fine, <laughs> but don't call the other little ticky tack stuff. Just get rid of that rule altogether. Right. Unless it's a blatant, like personal foul, unnecessary roughness, doing something just absolutely blatant. That somebody retaliates with, then you call it. But it's just let the guys play. They're right. They're they're. I, I mean, doing, doing everything they can to make these plays, and it's a big time play. Let them celebrate. Yeah, uh, to to know that the taunting play came from Chris Rumpf, Rumpf, the <laughs> guy just, who was like happy that there's puppies man. at a photo shoot. Like that's the guy <laughs> that you're gonna throw a taunting penalty at, Chris Rumpf. I, I just I was I, surprised I it was taunting. That. I don't know if you saw if you went back and looked at it that, but like he, he literally just got engaged with the guy and he just kind of pushed yeah. him at the end of the play. Yeah, yeah. not taunting. No. If anything, you could call unnecessary roughness, but he but barely I, hit him. I think in nowadays, instead of waving off a penalty because it was a bad call, they're like, oh shoot, taunting. Get, the, the referee's getting out of taunting. Like, oh man, I thought he punched him. He you you don't you didn't see the punch? No, I didn't see the punch. Shoot. Well, we could just say taunting and no one really knows. <laughs> 
and we can just get out of this thing. All right, do it. Let's go. Taunting. Yeah, that's what it was. It's a get out of jail like, free that's card. The that's the get out of jail free card. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, oh, that was a real bad call, but we're going to look real dumb if we wave this off right now. That's a taunting. Yeah, it, it is ridiculous. But I mean, to sing the praises of some of these guys, hey, Ogbong Bamiga. Ogbong Bamiga got a sack, that. baby. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And the and the fact that the announcers were able to pronounce his name correctly as opposed Impressive. to the other ones that I've heard him go, oh, yeah. ba ba you know, just whatever. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, Power that to was your impressive. research, Mark Sanchez. Way to go, dude. <laughs> Way to go, big guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and Larry Roundtree doing a LT jump oh over God. the line to get that was that awesome, man. Okay, yeah, all right. Let's sing some other praises. The, the Roundtree celebration, amazing. That will yeah, be yeah. on highlight reels forever. Yeah. Um, as well as the Austin Eckler touchdown celebration. Whoever's idea it was to bring an inflatable <laughs> yeah. guitar to a game, we need to have him on the show. We need yeah, to ask I him, like, what was your mindset, man? <laughs> I was if watching, you listen to us or anybody knows who that is, reach, reach out to us on Twitter. Please. We want to interview you. Yes. I was watching the game with my sons, and instantly both of my, my two-year-old and my four-year-old were up in the living room doing this. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, was, that was too funny. Th- those touchdown celebrations were just the best. Um, and, and yeah, it's, uh, damn, just damn, just a damn game. Um, and it's any given Sunday. That's what it is. That's football. Football is going to be that way. We're, we're in a, in a tight AFC West team where now the, the K, the Kansas city chiefs have now just jumped into first place. You want to say KFC, didn't you? I was. (laughs) Sorry. KFC Chiefs. The number two. Number two, please. (laughs) Number two. Um, yeah, so it's it's KFC. it's a crazy it's a crazy league, and you know what? It's it's best just to kind of look at the at the next game. But let's take a look at some of these other uh, tidbits that came out from this game. Um, let's see: the Vikings entered Sunday having allowed just ten sacks. Chargers sacked Cousins twice in the first half. So yes, Ogbongamiga got the sack, and Joey Bosa I think got the strip, strip sack. sack. Yeah, that was yep. that was awesome too. That was such a yeah, good like so- oh. Ho, ho. You know, one of those yeah. <laughs> got the ball out. They were getting they were getting really good push, um, interior push. Uh, Linval was had in the a game field. finally, and Linval was playing yeah. with purpose. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to fuck some shit up. It yeah, was he really wanted to get to some retaliation on the Vikings. For of sure. course, yeah. of course. Let's see. Chris Harry uh, tweeted out: uh, Keenan Allen joined Hall of Famers Lance Allworth and Charlie Joyner as the only Chargers wide receiver to eclipse eight thousand receiving yards. Allen, 29, already has the most receptions all time by a Chargers wide receiver, 689. Congratulations. It's cool that Slayer. we're watching. We're watching it like, a, you know, he will be a Charger ring of honor, retired oh, yeah. Jersey guy. Like as we're watching him, it's pretty fun. Yeah. He's in there. Already has the most of, receptions. That's crazy. Speaking of Keenan Allen, did you guys see the new Yeti or not um, oh, doll yes. that just came out? Love the it. Balls with the beard. It's so cute. I love so it so good. much. I remember I talking it. about it going like, I can only imagine what it would look like. And now I don't have to imagine. I can see it. It's right there. It's and even better than I had imagined. So I, honestly, what's even better than her making these amazing little dolls, the little skits that she does, these little video interstitials of them, like Herbert <laughs> throwing the ball to Keenan Allen, catching it. And they're at Derwin and Justin and Keenan putting their hands in and doing like the celebration yeah. high five. Like that is Awesome! Please keep making those. Those are absolutely go adorable. follow Yeti or not Yeti or not, and it's amazing. not with a K, like tying in a knot. Yeah. So Yeti or not, yeah. go look them up. Um, yeah, it was awesome to see the Chargers obviously get uh, Derwin his 
doll and seeing his yeah the reaction that little derwin going to actual little derwin it's so and he's just like looking at his that's so i was yeah adorable if you're still sad about this loss go look at the chargers social media and just get some good feels going because there's some great videos over there with uh with yeti or nots dolls um let's see chris harry also mentioned austin eckler became the youngest running back in the common draft era since 1967 to reach 20 career receiving this is yards, but I'm pretty sure that's touchdowns. Touchdowns, yeah. Because <laughs> I think Sorry. he's got more than 20 career day. receiving yards. It's been, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. I fucked that up proper. Touchdowns, 20 touchdowns. Well, I mean, that's his. that's been his bread and butter is like being that multifaceted running back. And I mean, there were years, especially with Phil, that he would just be that check down running back that would just, Phil would just toss it down to him and boom, he'd be yeah. off and running. So. Yeah. Congrats to Mr. Eckler to being the youngest running back to reeve to reach 20 career receiving touchdowns. All right. Well, now let's take a look at the post-game pressers. Uh let's start it off with Staley uh talking about the execution. Uh I think our execution on offense and defense in the kicking game wasn't consistent enough to beat that team and that's why we lost. Our guys were playing really hard, but we need to execute better. We went through some stretches there offensively where there were far too many three and outs, especially in the first half. We just have to execute more consistently. It's not just our offense. It's our defense and kicking game. It's our offense. It is our offense. Yeah, yeah. it's just Staley's. That's a very nice way to say our offense had too many three and outs. Boy, I'm I'm wait, I'm going in way too hard on the offense right now but the defense and special teams need to play better too right we all yeah. need to play better it's yeah, not yeah. just the offense the offense is just not good on sunday it's just the bottom line right they're just not going downfield i think there's this new stat where like herbert is like ranked 27th i, I saw it somewhere ranked 27th on yards per yards per air like air yards mm. like he's throwing at seven yards is the average like this is not what he's good at over 20 yards he is like the best passer in the nfl mm. So. Hopefully they figure something out because yeah, they don't I, like it. Well, I it, understand the idea of take what they give you, but sometimes you got to take a chance. You got a Mike Williams. You got uh, Jalen Guyton's useless if we're going to throw seven yards per attempt. He's just mm-hmm. an absolute waste of space because that's not what he does. Mm. So, I, yeah, I, don't, I understand taking what they give you, but in certain situations, you just got to take a shot and see what happens. It's right. like that's what the Vikings did. Right. You know, when they went to Justin Jefferson, he was covered. Every time he was covered, right? He just threw it up there and gave him a shot, and he made the play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know I don't know what you would attribute that to. I mean, because Herbert Herbert was getting pressured pretty frequently. Like I know he's usually pretty a little good more under than pressure, but like yeah, it it felt like pressure, like contained pressure, like within the pocket. Like he wasn't able to kind of like slip out to the sides very often. It felt like it was all within in the pocket. So. I don't know if that's necessarily right. That's just how it felt when I was watching it. And I don't know if that attributed to some of these issues that were happening on the offense. If he was, if he just didn't feel like he had the time to take a deep shot and had to try to get it out as quickly but, as possible. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. But it's just, that's consistent. You know, like it's not just mm-hmm. this week. It's just consistently. Yeah. That's what, that's what our game plan is. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's what's, I think for us as Charger fans is what's frustrating is you got a guy with one of the best arms in the league and we're I get playing like again taking what they give you but sometimes you just gotta go take a shot like that's what against the Browns against the Raiders we had these deep shot plays that were just 
momentum changing, game changing plays. And we just aren't having those in these, these dud games like the Patriots. That was a dud game. This game was a dud game on offense. We just didn't get anything going and we didn't take any deep shots. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's even like Mike Williams being double covered, still making miraculous catches and him, Justin putting the ball against on the him. Eagles. That, that was against exactly. the Eagles, like a deep ball. And we right. won that game. We got it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If, I, I trust that they know what they're doing, but it just, it doesn't, I want them to give an explanation for why the deep ball is just not even attempted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Herbert was 20 for 34. I mean, that's 14 missed passes or dropped balls. Like that's just, that's too many, man. Like if everything's under 20 yards, you have to have weeks like last week where it's 34 of 38 or whatever it was. That mm -hmm. was insane. Like right. the was, short passes got to right. complete them. Got to complete them. And I think I think that the numbers on him this week are a little skewed because he had a couple big passes that were negated by penalty that like we accepted the penalty and it didn't count towards his passing yards. I think that happened twice. It was like a good amount of yards. Mm. So there there is you can you can pick apart and say what you want with these stats and use them to your advantage to prove a point. But he's still Justin Herbert. He's still right. able to do amazing stuff. He just had another off week. Hopefully he doesn't have many more of these because we can't we can't. We need him to be good. And that's how we're, this team's going to win. And he needs to be good. Right. Brandon Staley went on to say from, from an execution standpoint, there were a lot of drops. There were some untimely protection issues that I didn't like. Uh, there were some times where there was a play that should go for a bunch, uh, doesn't. And I think our players and our coaches need to execute better as a group. Um, and also wanted to say, uh, where we, where we are at, at five and four, we're fighting. It seems every week. It seems like every week we are fighting to find that rhythm and timing. It's not there yet, and uh, we're just not there yet. I and I think our record is reflective of that. So I mean, it's funny because like it 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 does feel like execution. Like it just feels like you know they're they're not completing the passes or we're not like that one almost interception from Tavon Campbell like right at the beginning of the game. Like it just like went right through his fingertips. And it was just like, man, like that was such a, that could have been even Derwin James had a Derwin James. In the in the end end James. Well, and also in that one, God, and I'm sorry to, I hate to bring up all the negative shit, but like, I couldn't believe it. That one where, uh, James and Gilman just like plowed into each other in the end zone oh, that yeah, ended yeah. up being that Vikings and then touchdown. He, he gets his arm hit and it floats into right. the end Flutters. zone for a touchdown. Yeah. Right. Had Derwin not collided with Alohi, that would have been yeah. a completely different outcome. So, it's execution. I don't, it's execution, and we keep saying it every week that it's execution, or these are all things that can get cleaned up. It's it goes like, back to the Cowboys game, guys. Like I know. We had how many illegal man downfield and illegal false shifts. starts, yeah. illegal shifts. You know, it's like, it, if it's, we could just play a clean game, we right. could beat anyone in the NFL. Right. I know that for a fact. Right. So I just, I really hope that it gets cleaned up here quick, um, and we can start rolling. I mean... You don't have to get hot until the end of the year. Look at the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. They were very mediocre, and then they they got hot at the right time, and they ended up winning. Time. No one would have said in Week Ten, "Oh yeah, that's the that's the Super Bowl favorite." <laughs> right? You know, like you just you got to get hot at the right time. We got to start to get hot here and start executing on some of these things. Well, it's good that Staley's at least recognizing that we got to get better at execution, and hopefully that becomes a, a, a point of focus for these guys during training. Um, I think it's an interesting thing. I was talking to my dad during the game, and he's got a lot of good sayings. But he, he basically said that, you know, we can beat anyone, but right now anyone can beat us. Like, that's the problem. Mm. We can still beat anyone. There's some teams that shouldn't beat us. Like, we should not lose to the Vikings. You know, we shouldn't lose to some of these teams. So as soon as we can clean that part up, um, 
we're still beating everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's just the way, you know, what we're capable of doing. So we're capable of it, we, but we've got to actually do it. <laughs> we're still, yeah, there's like still time. We're still great above 500. On Sunday, a great team could show up or a crap team could show up. We don't know no, what you don't know. team's going to show up. Right. Yeah. But the potential's there. That's what makes it frustrating. Right, right. right. Uh, let's see. Talking to Justin and the postgame uh, presser about the loss. Uh, Justin said, that's the NFL. You obviously want to win every game, but it's not going to happen like that. It's all about reacting to this adversity. It's obviously tough to lose, especially after a week we had last week. Now it's all about the preparation we are to have for this week to watch the film and get better from it. Yep. That's yeah. Yeah, not much else you, you can give. say. Yep. Absolutely. Got to watch it get better. Um, they also talked to Linval Joseph on the future, and he said, I just know that when things get rolling and once everything lines up properly, we are going to be a hard team to beat. You know, we've shown spurts of offense, explosive scoring in five to six plays, throwing bombs down the field. Uh, we've just got to put it all together at the same time. Once we start playing complete games, that's when people will fully respect us. It's crazy. D Lyman is no- even noticing, like, we're not throwing the ball downfield, you know? Yeah. Right. I, and I, I vividly remember on, I don't remember what it was called. It was that every other week uh, documentary that we're filming of ourselves. All in. All in. Yeah, all in. One of the first episodes was Coach Staley talking to the team at training camp. And he was like, we're going to throw the ball downfield. And that was like one of his emphasis in addressing the whole team. Mm-hmm. But I don't, like, what happened? Because it's, it's right now, We've it's just not it. happening. Yeah. You know? Just not lately, just not these past few games. It feels but it like does ever since feel Cleveland. very much like a Saints-Drew Brees offense. Yeah. This is what he was all the last end of his career and why people are like, oh, we need someone with a stronger arm in here to push the ball down the field. I don't know. Like I know our coaches see it too, so I'm hoping that open next week when, when the Steelers come into town, we can push that ball down the field and make some big explosive plays. Absolutely. Fingers crossed. Uh, looking at other uh, people on Twitter, Daniel Popper mentioned that Justin Herbert now ranks 29th among 34 qualified quarterbacks in air yards per passing attempt at 7.22, according to True Media Sports. So there you go, Kevin. That That's where I heard it. That's, That's the tweet. That came from Daniel Popper. <laughs> that came My from Daniel Popper. Daniel Ray source. of Sunshine Popper. Um, <laughs> then uh, Adam Schefter tweeted out, Philip Rivers, the St. Michael High School football head coach and former NFL quarterback, will be amongst the guests included on tonight's Manning cast on ESPN2. Uh, I think he just started to get on while we were recording this, so we haven't really had a chance to see it yet. But I can't uh, wait. I can't wait. Kyle said you saw he looked like he was in, like, where was he? It looked like he was in, like, his coaching office at his high school. <laughs> Isn't their season, like, up. well done? He's like, oh, there's over. a computer in there. I'll go do the Zoom in there <laughs> yeah. with the Mannings. Yeah, there's a webcam from 2010. I'm sure it works yeah. just fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but their season's been long and gone over. But they're couple just, weeks. he's yeah, getting ready weeks. for oh, next wow. year already. For sure. Got to prep. He's always working. Always Start thinking. recruiting. All right, folks. Well, don't forget to go on over to chargerchat.com. We have a member section on our page, so feel, please feel free to head over there and sign up. And uh, when you grab something from the store, it really helps us out, uh, cover the cost of producing the show. So if you feel so inclined, go on over to the store, see what uh, tickles your interest, and uh, pick, pick a little something up for yourself. And cri- Christmas is just around the corner, folks. Uh, there's other Charger Chat fans out there that uh, they're going to need a little something-something. We don't, they don't all have everything yet, okay? Just uh, find out what they don't have. One of my favorite things at the walking through Thunder Alley, I made eye contact, the recognition. Our, my boy pulled up his shirt and there was a Charger Chat shirt. Oh, like, that's Whoa. so cool. 
awesome. <laughs> I love, love you guys for supporting us like that and buying Big time. some swag. We did really you did you it. hand out all your pins? Are pins are gone. Okay. Pins are gone. All right. We are pinless now, folks. So quit asking. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is fan focus. Let's see what fan we have to bring into focus this week. All right, guys, we're back with another fan focus, and we are super pumped to have Steve Dean from Brimsby, Ontario, Canada. What is going on, Steve? How are you, Kev? Thanks very much for having us. I uh, really appreciate it. Love the program. Love you and uh, uh, Coach and Wooldog. Honestly, it's just really entertaining, and it's a pleasure to be here with you. All right, man, it means means a a lot to us you saying that. We appreciate you. And uh, Canada, man. Like, how did you become a, a Charger fan up on up, up on the north side? All right. Well, here it is. So we're going to take you back to the early 80s. Nice. About 81, 82. So I was uh, 12 or 13. And I, I remember it very distinctly. So I was watching a game. Uh, we were CFL fans at the time, like, like uh, primarily, right? Like uh, I grew up uh, watching the Hamilton Tide Cats. Uh, my dad had seasons tickets and, uh, that's sort of what all we were exposed to. Right. But as I, as I got into my, got a little older, I discovered the NFL and happened to be watching a game between the chargers. And, uh, I believe it was the 49ers and it was one of them back and forth affairs, 49 to 47, right. We, we lost. Right. Um, uh, but I just remember Dan Fouts and the, and those jerseys and it just killed me. I, I just, from then on, I was a fan and, uh, with, within a couple of years, I, uh, I was just dug right, right head first into it. So then it's almost 40 years, right? That's awesome. So yeah, that, so that must be crazy being a, a fan up in Canada. You know, you guys definitely have your own league up there, but what's the kind yeah. of uh, NFL like up in Canada? Is there a, a big fan base or do you know any other Charger fans up there? Okay. So pri- pri- we're about an hour away from Buffalo. Okay. Gotcha. So you have, you have a lot of Buffalo fans up here and particularly once the, the mid nineties, uh, uh, when they started going to all the Super Bowls, right, and losing them, yeah. incidentally. But uh, uh, so all the Bills fans came out of the woodwork. But you always have a big Dallas contingency and Pittsburgh, right? But there was no Charger fans. I had one friend who who uh, who liked them. Uh, so so no, I I had no uh, no fellow uh, Charger fans really until until fast forward a few years where you would we'd have to go to the bar. We'd have to go to see. They'd only be on once, but once or twice a year, maybe. And during the old folks days, right, when they were they were a pretty popular team, um, you, you, you might get two the year and maybe three. Right. You get a Monday night game. But remember, this is before Thursday night football. Sure. This is before Sunday night football. Right. So back what I what I'd have to do then is we had a, an associate of ours who had a dish. And back then, this isn't this is way before everyone had dishes on their homes. This was a big deal. This thing was the size of a goddamn football. Field, right. So. He, he had this thing anchored on his roof, right? And, uh, and I, would, I would pay him to take the game for me. And I would drive up after the game, get the tape, and come back and watch it. And that's how I would see, see a Charger game for, for, for growing up, you know? Wow. Uh, until the bars. Now, then, then if you remember, well, maybe, maybe not. But the, the bars started showing them. And there wasn't many, many bars that, that did this. So it was like a local sports bar, right? So me and my friend would we'd we'd go down and but before they got popular, you'd be relegated to the smallest screen in the in the bar. Right. And no sound. Yeah. Right. And no sound. So now let's fast forward a little bit to to uh to uh about 92, 93, when now we got junior, right? And uh 
And now they're starting to win some games. And lo and behold, you know what happened in 94, right? Yeah. So now we're on the screen. Now we're on the big screen, right? And it was just, just, just great. And, and now, you know, you'd get the odd Charger fan creeping in and coming out of the woodwork. And, and then it was dark days after that for a lot of years, as you, as you, you probably know, right? We, we've had some droughts here in Chargerdom. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I, I'm curious. So do you have like a room dedicated to your old VHS tapes of all these old games? Do you still have those? You know what? I was just going through them. I have a room in my business in, in uh, Stony, Creek, Stony Creek. I have um, a loft area. And I was going through my old tapes. And I'm thinking, you know, nowadays with, with YouTube, I've seen these games. Like, like you, can, you can catch these old, this old footage on YouTube yeah. uh, in much better uh, video quality than, than I have, right? So sadly, I, I don't really go through them much anymore. Because uh, you really can... Uh, find just about anything on on the net now right sure it's yeah. just so cool that you had to take like the idea that you had to tape it go pick it up from your buddy probably paid him an arm and a leg to do it for you like that's just that was ten dollars a game then you did then. it ten bucks a game how many years did you do this for well i did this for a, a good uh three or four three anyway um and he wasn't he was he wasn't even friends of ours he was an associate and um uh, it's kind of a weird story so he was a uh, he happened to be a crippled fella and and his parents had bought him this uh, uh, this dish and a whole bunch of other uh, other video uh, things, right? And and he basically because he, he really couldn't leave the house much, and and he would do this for a couple of different people, but not just football. He would tape shows from Britain for 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 you know ex Brits and gotcha. stuff like that. So we had this little business going, right? So then and then eventually, like he'd say to me, "Well, you know what? Uh, I can't really do your game on Sunday because I'm I'm doing a, a show from Britain, and they're going to pay me twenty dollars." And I'm like, oh man, I'm I'm 16 at the time. We don't have another twenty dollars to yeah. for a game, so I, we ended up telling him to f off. Yeah, but um, yeah. So that that's what. And 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 one thing I want to touch on too is, so say you, say you couldn't see your game, all you got was a small paragraph blurb in a in a Canadian. It'd be the Toronto uh, Hamilton or or Toronto sports paper. And there'd be a little blurb on your game and you would read that seven or eight times. And then you'd get the stats at the back. Like there'd, there'd be the stats. Right. But there was, there was, uh, uh, I mean, you maybe get a little bit of highlights, but it was nothing like it is today. The, the fact that I can watch and really I haven't missed a game. I'm going to say, uh, you know, other than for maybe a funeral or something, I, I don't believe I've missed three games in 20 years. Awesome. I really don't think I have. And because there's no reason to, the, the, between the the zone and the and and having the, the the dish and the NFL network, the NFL network is the best thing that happened to humanity since the, the polio uh, vaccine. Uh, it, it just is. Uh, my God, it. I love it, dude. Yeah. Yes. So let's let's jump forward a little bit. You know, new team, new coach, new quarterback. A lot of awesome stuff going on. So you've been a fan from the Fouts through the breeze, through the leaf, through the rivers. You've been through a yeah. lot of quarterbacks. So how are you feeling about this team and our quarterback right now? We just love him. I, I don't think I've ever been this excited uh, about a player in, in, since, since really since, since junior that this kid has got it, man. He's just fun to watch. I uh, now funny. I'm not, I'm not as optimistic about uh, things, uh, you know, as, as you three are. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to. Me, I, it's hard to, to, to compete with us on our optimism. <laughs> wow! I, uh, you guys are some optimistic fellas. I'll tell you. 
Because I've just, we've seen so many devastating losses over the years. Like sure. that Marlon McCree, like, I, I'm still not over it. Sure. Like, uh, like I, I remember as if it was last week when, when that happened. And, 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 and you just think, well, this can't be happening. And then, it, and then you just go numb to this kind of shit. Yeah. Like you remember even a few years ago, all the, those losses we'd have like in the last seconds, yeah. like where you're, like, you're afraid to like, Whoa! Like you're afraid to do that because you know you're going to get spanked and, and slapped, and, and, and reality is going to set in. It just, oh my god! But, but I think, I think we're, we're definitely on the road. Like we're definitely on the road, and I think we can make make a splash this year for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, geez, I, I'm I'm a little worried about our run defense, and uh, sure. let's be honest, and uh, oof. Well, we'll see how it goes. But I'm I'm loving the loving the loving the team, and I'm loving the coach. Yeah, I, I'm loving the coach and this go, go for it. Go for it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I love it. Like that. Uh, how many years did we have fourth and one at the 50 and he's punting all the time, fourth and one at the fifth and they end up getting the ball because our special teams are shit. Yeah. So they end up getting the ball at the 45. Yeah. Why not think, go well, for why it? Don't you just go for it. You son of a, <laughs> uh, oh man. The, yeah. If I had to have a, had a gun many years, the, the TV, I would have pulled an Elvis on the TV. So, uh, how many times, Reed? Like, oh, my man. God. Yeah, I feel you, man. There's definitely, you know, it's, you know, nice to see these kind of last minute wins that we're getting. We're not like caving in on ourselves. We're controlling the ball at the end of games. It's not the panic that would set in for the, the Lynn era of football when we'd get in the fourth quarter. So it's yes. it definitely feels different. hundred percent. It's, it's night and day. It's night and day. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm optimistic for the future. Uh, as far as this season goes, I think we could, like I said, I think we'll, I think we'll make the playoffs and I think we could make the splash. And, and you see what happens when, when, when Buffalo gets beat, we've seen Tennessee get beat by the jets. Sure. Um, so why, why couldn't we uh, go on a run? And, and there's no reason to believe it couldn't happen. Yeah. It's why right? it's wide open. In my opinion, the NFL is wide open this year. There's no like perennial team. That's like, uh, they're going to make it. So don't worry about it. It's feels like an even playing field this year. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, we're, we're we're ecstatic, and uh, it's fun. See, back in the day, you had none, none of these programs on the on the to, to watch. So now you can go on, you can watch Charger Chat, and 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 uh, listen to like minded people that are talking about something that you love, and 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 doing it with with entertainment, bringing a a, a different uh, slant to it, right? With what's what's uh, with Will Dog and his crazy uh, his voices, you know, zaniness and his <laughs> yeah. impersonations, and 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 yourself with these kind of interviews, and you're meeting other fans, and the coach. I mean, the coach is bringing the bringing the shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you guys are just fantastic. It's real, real pleasure. Well, we we really appreciate you. Real, really appreciate your time, Steve. And uh, um, let's let's try and do this again, man. We'll check back in with you at some point, you know, near the end of the season, because I want to know how it's going up there in Canada, and you know how you guys are doing. Oh, uh, that'd be great. And anytime, uh, just send me a a message, and we'd be happy to come on uh, come on with you again. Got to give a quick shout out to uh, to a couple of people if uh, if you'll do indulge it. me. Hit it. I'm in a football group. Uh, a fellow that I've known for a thousand years, Garney uh, and his boys, uh, Zach and Evan. And they're, um, they have a sort of a special needs uh, fellow that's uh, in the group, Dave. Um, and we're in this football group that we all kind of give each other uh, <laughs> shit. And, I love it. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. And uh, I have to give a shout out to, to those fellas. And uh, I'll thank you again for having me. No, shout out to the boys. And uh, yeah, man, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you again. Great. Good talking to you, Kev. Thanks again. Our pleasure. Bye-bye. My God, Steve. <laughs>
<laughs> like I have the same feeling, dude. I can't like, like being a Chargers fan at the end of these games is yeah. a hard hard attack inducing. And it what is. a what a way to to actually have to watch the games, have somebody record it for you, You're paying ten bucks to record it, get the tape, and then take it home to watch it. Like we are so spoiled, it's crazy. Yeah, like we what fans had are. to do back in the day is like that's how you create diehard fans when you're willing to go jump through all the hoops to yeah. do that and not like whiny, rereading whiny whiny magoos that just sit here like <laughs> I didn't like that press conference after the game that I got to watch right away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. I didn't like that social media post that they. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but then Steve's over here just looking at a, his paper, his reading the one, one paragraph, paragraph yeah. times, five times, uh, living it puts the it excitement. Into perspective. Yeah, yeah. It's in perspective for sure. But I, I, it was great meeting him. He's a funny guy. Oh, he's got a lot of good energy, Steve. Yeah, we'll definitely meet up with him again. He's he's a, he's a great dude. That was awesome. Thank you for coming on and talking to my man. All right. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. You know him, you love him. It's the Craig Experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. The oh. Craig Experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Games like this past week's are precisely the reason why I subscribe to the mantra any given Sunday. You can't look at a schedule and just start tallying off W's. Particularly if your team is inconsistent from week to week. And you also have to keep in mind that the opposition isn't just going to show up and lay down. Probably setting yourself up for a little bit of disappointment if you go about things that way, but we got to talk about what happened on Sunday and uh, then move forward. But in the midst of that, we'll find some positives because that's what we do, right? So, CC gang, big salute to the rest of the boat fam. What's going on? She got Craig in Texas, and welcome to another edition of the Craig Experience. So, uh, two weeks ago against the Eagles, if the team felt more connected, as Coach Staley said, Um, Then Sunday versus the Vikings had to be the definition of detached and disjointed. Um, So let's just talk about kind of where this all falls in line. Offensively, um, I've actually been asking for this for weeks now, and Coach mentioned it in his postgame presser. Sorry. Uh, There needs to be some more tempo offensively. They were utilizing it very well earlier in the year, and it seems that they've gotten away from it. And I'm not exactly sure why I think that helps in multiple ways, but particularly against these teams that have some of the top tier defensive coordinators in the league or, you know, uh, upper crust of the uh, defensive minded head coaches, um, guys like the Ravens with Wink Martindale and, uh, you know, captain curmudgeon Bill Belichick over with the Patriots and you know Mike Zimmer with the Vikings. And next week, you got Mike Tomlin. What this does is with defenses that are attacking or play an attacking style of defense are very multiple in the way that they come at you and they do a lot of window dressing at the line of scrimmage pre-snap. Uh, if you're up-tempo, they have to come out and play more disciplined brand of ball and there's a lot less time for them to kind of you know decide to do things like bluff blitzes, uh, move some coverages around, alter their defensive line. 
and it puts you in a more advantageous situation. Um, and it gives Herbert some opportunity to just come to the line and get some plays fired off. And it keeps him having from, you know, sitting there and deciphering what's going on pre-snap and throwing off maybe a couple of his reads or making him second guess himself after the snap. I'm not sure why more of this isn't happening. Hopefully that changes over the course of the next few games, hopefully next week, because I think it'll be a very good idea and it'll help him perform to the level that we're accustomed to seeing him play more so than not. Um, There's another part of the game that just kind of chaps my high because I'm a former wide receiver. And so when I see it, it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. Huge pet peeve. And that is when wide receivers attempt to trap balls as opposed to catching it with their hands. So when I say trapping balls, it's literally like creating a cradle and allowing the ball to hit your bicep, your shoulder, your chest, essentially making first contact with another body part prior to it hitting your hands. Uh, You saw Mike Will fall victim to that on a slant that probably would have resulted in a touchdown. Um, You've seen a couple drops from Keenan because he does that a lot more often than what I would like. But the good thing about Keenan is he's really good on second contact, which when I say that, I mean the ball makes contact with another part of his body and he kind of catches it on the ricochet. Um, What I was always taught as a wide receiver and what I always coach kids to do is you have to catch the ball with your hands, but not just your hands. And there's a particular way that you want to do it. You want to create more of a web here. And if you can see the tip of the ball, you want to try to put that tip in between that web. But you also don't want the ball to hit your palms first. You want to get your fingers on the ball first and then cradle it with your palms to secure a catch. So when I see the cradling thing happen, it just kind of uh, I have to wipe my eyes a little bit because I start seeing red and um typically doesn't turn out well. And we're not even going to talk about Jalen Guyton because he kind of drops everything. So, you know, not getting into that. Uh, We also still need a vertical threat in this team, not just one that can get deep, but one that can create in the short area. We have what we have on the team, so that's not really going to change. That's not who Jalen Guyton is. He's a, a deep guy, but in a straight line. He doesn't have short area quicks. He's not super explosive. We've gone over that a million times, so we're not going to retread it. Um, defensively, I'm not going to put a ton of this on the defense because they spent a lot of time on the field because the offense wasn't able to get into any real rhythm or groove. When you look at that time of possession, it was pretty nasty. And if you put your defense in a scenario where they're on the field for that many snaps, then some stuff's probably going to go wrong, whether it be from exhaustion or miscommunication, there's just more opportunities for things to not pan out. And so I I have to put this more on the offense than anything. Um, You know, of course, there were some communication lapses. We saw that situation where there was a conversion on third down. Chris Harris kind of threw a fit mid-play because Alohi Gilman didn't get that he was supposed to switch off and take that section of the field or there was going to be a pass off of that wide receiver to him. Um, they were yielding big plays and key moments. We're not going to go over that third and 20 because I still haven't gotten over it. Um, And again, going into this game, the team had been best in the league in third and long situations, and that didn't look like the case on Sunday. 
So that's got to get tightened up moving forward. But again, better offense helps to alleviate some of those issues. Uh, I'm questioning some of the decision-making offensively. I'm sorry I didn't mean to go back to this, but uh, as far as Joshua Kelly getting snaps unnecessarily, Larry Roundtree and Austin Eckler were doing just fine. I don't get why there needed to be uh, or why there was a need felt to insert him, force feed him into the game, as we all saw. He missed on a crucial blitz pickup, which I considered to be the turning point of the game. But, you know, is what it is. So let's talk about the goods. Kaiser White, excellent performance. And he needs to be resigned come this offseason. Um, he's made a complete transformation in a new scheme. He fits it to a T. Dude plays with his hair on fire. We're talking about tackles for losses, coverage. Uh, he's doing it all. Uh, Chenna maybe played his best game as a Charger. So let's see if that continues on moving forward. I would love to see that. Um, ASJ is creating his own five foot ten, hundred and eighty pound island on one side of the field. And QBs aren't really testing him. Uh, he's found a way to kind of combat being smaller when he's going against larger receivers by if he can't meet them at the catch point. What he does is as they're securing the ball, he rips it out. Beautiful technique. I love seeing it every time he does it. So he's only going to get better. And the run defense only gave up 103 yards on the ground. So can't blame that this week. Uh, so, fellas, as far as my question goes, it's just something that I've been thinking. Uh, whether it's realistic or not kind of depends on whether or not the offense can pull it together consistently. If I'm the charges, uh, my primary goal every game is to find a way to get at least a nine-point lead for as many stretches of these games as possible and force teams to lean or force teams that lean on their ground game to kind of air the ball out a lot more than what they would like to. Uh, this is kind of twofold. It helps out your poor run defense by simply having them defend it less. And it also stops opposing teams from dominating time of possession and forcing the Bulls to you know, play tight offense where they feel like they're under pressure to put up seven virtually every time they get out on the field. So uh, playing with two two score leads is probably, in my opinion, their best option moving forward. Of course, with the way things are currently constructed and the way they've been going, much easier said than done. Just my personal opinion, though. So would love to see what you guys think about that. Also, if you guys have been following me on Twitter, you kind of see like these random tweets that I put out that you probably don't think make any sense about the deck and a number of days. Well, by the time you see this, the deck in three days, just follow it. You'll see what it's about. Uh, no big deal. Just keep your eyes out. Should be fun though. Anywho, y'all know what it is. Bull ganging on bang. See y'all next week. Let's get through this. Move on to Pittsburgh. Got to keep the train rolling. Okay. Love you. Bye. Well, Craig, those are awesome points as always. Thank you for bringing it yeah, on the Craig that. experience. Uh, all stuff that really needs to get better and and good to sing the praises of the people that uh, that are doing good. I know it's tough sometimes for us to be shamelessly positive after a loss, but there really are good things to take away from this game. And there were some highlights. There yeah. are some highlights to take away from this as much as as hard as it might be to think that there are some highlights. There are there really are some good things to take away. But um, to answer your question, I think basically the idea is that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you just want 
the the game plan should be to score early, get that lead early, and then basically try to maintain it, especially when it t- gets time to that fourth quarter, which, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm all for I think, that. <laughs> I, think, I think if the defense is on the field for <laughs> less, I think this defense is going to get better. We just need to have the ball. I, I, I think scoring first and often is a great way to win a football game, but I, I don't know specifically how they're going to do that. Unless you know this offense has taken more chances in the first the first you know quarter first mm-hmm. half, yeah, I I do I do think that we're built as an offense to if we get a lead, I think we can extend it and keep our foot on the gas. Like we've seen that when we have a lead at the end of the game, we're able to hold the ball, run the clock out, and mm-hmm. win the game. Um, so yeah, that's obviously what we prefer. Um, yeah, I don't know, I, I I don't know, I'm 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 excited to see what coach does. I still have faith in the team, the guys, the ability to win games. So mm-hmm. hopefully we can turn around and start putting some stack at some W's. Big time. And, yeah. and, and like you mentioned, there were there were some improvements. There are some places that we got better. So yeah, you, if the you're run seeing defense, a team in, all yeah. overall much, much better last Considerably yeah. better. Yeah. And the and again, like this is also a week. I, I mean, we're we we don't have Drew Tranquil. We still don't have Mike Davis back. And for some reason, I, I'm actually kind of curious about this why Nasir Adderley was on the inactive list. Do you guys know any reason behind that? I didn't catch fully what happened. It was kind of a yeah. He was I, he was on confused. the injury report early in the week, and they just said he was sore because right. of the previous. They, they're game, giving but... him some time because he was sore. But yeah, I don't know. You know that could have been a difference maker in the secondary. You know? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like I mean, we're we're playing with backups still on the defense, but the defense still did really well. I mean, there was just those yeah. couple I little mis- just, mistakes. We can't. Yeah, we can't use that excuse because Minnesota no. had a bunch of backups in, like mm-hmm. a bunch, and right. they still. Took it to us and beat us. Well, I mean, that's been a Chargers issue for forever, that the backups are not quite, I mean, just nowhere near where the first string guys are, which, you know, that is what it is. You can't expect to have all first string guys on all 54 positions. So it's just, or is it 52? 54, 52? How many states? How many weeks in a year? I can't remember. Anyways. (laughs) The um, math. (laughs) (laughs) so um all right well thank you craig as always for coming on and doing the craig experience and we'll all have to keep an eye out for the deck deck. i have i know what i know what this is deck i'm i I have an idea what this is and it's exciting Hmm. well we'll all have to keep an eye on it go check uh go check out uh craig on twitter and follow him and and maybe you'll find out before i do i don't know but uh thank you as always craig and now it is time to go on to the next segment it is ask bolt fam Let's get some smiles. <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Go jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. I love you, boy. All right. Well, a lot of you guys came in to ask both them. Hopefully, the tears are at a minimum. Let's start this off with Jeremy, a.k.a. Jeremy Nash. Certified fresh. Ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chargers, why do you hurt my corazón? A la una en domingo is not a good time for siesta. Ahora este triste. Okay, love you. Bye. 
Explain that voice. That's he, a funny okay, one. so he wanted a voice that's from the old Looney Tunes, and it was Speedy Gonzalez's cousin, Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> One of my favorites. So <laughs> was well done. Uh, yeah, it's not a party. It nah, wasn't fun. It wasn't, it wasn't a good time, fun. but no party. Hopefully, you can die happy now that I attempted Slowpoke Rodriguez. But you know what was fun? Tailgating. That was tailgating. A good time. Yes, hell of a time. Hell of so a time. Much, so much hope and expectation and anticipation. <laughs> good thing you don't tailgate after a game. <laughs> right, the forced tailgating. <laughs> <laughs> you get over here. And you do your squats. Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. someone trying to get you to do a squat after that when ass kicking? After you lose, you probably yeah, like, you probably no. got a lot more drink sales though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, thank you, Jeremy, and uh, let's move it on now to Belltown Bolts fan who asked the question. That's certified fresh, don't you? Don't just, that's like, <laughs> don't right. even awkward pause me. <laughs> no awkward pauses. I'm not going to awkward pause you. This one, this one's certified. <laughs> Someone mentioned Speedy Gonzalez's <laughs> cousin in the comments for a voice impression. <laughs> this would be dope dudes. <laughs> Tough loss, but this is still a team with many holes. <laughs> and my week isn't ruined. <laughs> Love the direction. Shamelessly positive. K, love you. Bye. <laughs> Many holes. <laughs> oh, back to back slopo. <laughs> oh, they liked it so much. I figured I'd give it. I love it, that. <laughs> We're rolling on each other in the comments. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Hell yeah. It's slow poke it, bro. Uh, good Slowpoke for the win. So yeah. <laughs> keep time. it shamelessly positive, Belltown Bolts fan. We need it. We need it now Is more there, than ever. I have a question. Is there ever a time when there's not a hole in a roster? Like, can you have a fully complete, no like concern roster? <laughs> I mean, you you see the Rams trying to do Dude, that. That's the Rams. And then the Rams, Rams just look get like pounded. dog crap. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they look like shit after yeah. Von Miller and that OBJ signing. Like, hot shit. Yeah, and you think, you know, Tampa Bay picks up all their talent and now to what, they just lose to Washington. So I don't know that there isn't a team that doesn't have holes. Right. You just have to find ways to cover them up. Right. Put over the little fake floor so you can't see them and somebody... <laughs> If somebody trips into it, shoot, they found us. You know? Oh, damn it. But you got to find ways to <laughs> You got to camouflage those holes a little bit so people don't, it's not glaring. Yeah. Some straw, yeah. something under it. Put not a nice Persian spikes. rug down so nobody can yeah. see it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Belltown Bolts fan, thank you for, for popping in. And uh, now we you. move it on to House of Hain, who asked the question This just in. The Chargers are not ready. They need a few more pieces on the defense and O-line. We can still win the division. We are so close. Caleb, you buy. Stay positive. Love it. Love it. Yeah. yeah. It's a we great positive outlook. Yeah. Well, I, I, on the right track. We got a lot of great players. We Obviously, we all know there's holes in the roster. Right. But we can still win the division. And if we get hot at the right time, I think we could still compete in the playoffs. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. 
And we we have you seen we, us have it, good defensive performances, good offensive performances. If we can, if we put your hands together. Special team performance. <laughs> we could all just come together as one. We could put your hands together. Synergy, yeah. synergistic yeah. gameplay. That's all we're looking for. Yes, church steeple people. Yes. I don't know oh what that god. is. Oh my god, everything just popped. That was <laughs> that's only supposed to be done in middle school, I guess. Yep. Oh, Give me not one of these business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a good one of these. There you go. All right. Or one of these open the diapers. Oh you know god. Where you like go in there that's and a nightmare. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Take a peek. <laughs> Look in. Anyways, House of Pain, thank you. You know that reference. That was I absolutely shit, know that reference. Yeah, yeah um, everybody knows. Come on. All right, let's move on now to Brian Taylor, who asked the question. How about that new kick, man? Okay, love you, bye. It's, dude, it was sitting Very behind. Nice. Very he nice. kicked them down the middle. Very good. Yes. Like he was, he's just on the money. He's yeah. just, I, it's refreshing. It's There's cool. people, there were Charger fans behind me at the game, like, oh, God, every time we went to kick, I don't think they had fully come to terms with how. Decent it's gonna take a little while. It's gonna while. take a while. <laughs> There's I'm still, still some better to bruise people. I'm still people. very much like, don't do this. Codes, just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's, I think he's good kick, man. I think we still he's take breaths, kick, but the breaths just get shorter. We're not taking like right. <gasps> it was <Yeah>. just <gasps> <it's like> a, <gasps> all right there you go brian thank you for making the observation in question let's move it on now to 33 cheese balls who asked the question rough loss this past sunday so i won't focus on the past instead i'll give a hypothetical if you could go back in time to the 2004 draft would you select Ben Roethlisberger knowing that he would win one Super Bowl with the Chargers or select Rivers knowing that he wouldn't win any but would still electrify a Chargers fan base? <laughs> no way. I'll no. take, I'll take, take Phil, Phil all day. All day. No. Oh. Yeah. Ben's Phil. A, just a joke. Yeah, and yeah, then no, just no. <laughs> take Phil, take Phil yeah. all day long. Lecture, I do like the hypotheticals. We are fans it's of good. hypotheticals. Fans. Absolutely, no, it's a great hypothetical. I mean, because yeah. it is, it makes you have to make it a is decision. A Super Bowl. It yeah. is a Super Bowl, but I mean, you know, that means LT would have got his Super Bowl. <laughs> no, no, I'm happy oh, with no. the history we've got. Think, you're the, making we, me think about it a little more now. No, but, well, yeah. it, we wouldn't have the history that we would have. I don't know that we would even start this podcast if that was the situation. So no, if there were no Phil, yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, I, I know I, Phil was kind of a a glue. He was a glue. He he brought a lot of people together and uh, and gave us a history. I mean, I wouldn't. I love this jersey. I wouldn't give this jersey up for anything. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go, 33 cheese balls. We're still sticking with Phil. Thank you for asking the question. Adam just stopped us, like, any further conversation no. of, no, stop. No. We all made our point. <laughs> Phil. We all yeah. said Phil. I'm not going to hear it. On. I'm not having it. I'm yeah. not listening to this. Okay, Let's move it on. Agree, Let's move it on to JJ Bolt fan 19 Certified friend. Who asked the question. <laughs> Lots of third and longs for the defense, but I only remember one pressure look late in the fourth. 
Any idea why this wasn't part of the game plan against the Vikings? I think it had a lot to do with the, the third and longs. Like in the beginning of the game, we we had them pinned back. We could we could go. We could get a lot more pressure. Mm. Um, and then as the game went on, I, I don't know what was happening honestly with those like third and fifteens. Like what the hell happened there? Uh, maybe that's what he's referring to, but I don't know. I, I mean, we've been so good in, in, in the secondary and in. in not like completely shutting down the pass, but being better at pass protection than run defense that it almost felt flip-flop this game that our pass defense. And I don't know if it's because of the not having Mike Davis and not having Nasir Adderley, if that was two big contributors to not being that great. Um, But yeah, it was really frustrating. It was a really opposite ass game for us this last game. Don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't, I don't, I didn't look at the exact number of pressure, like extra, extra men that we brought in pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the exact numbers were, um, but if it felt less, it probably was less, or mm-hmm. they just weren't getting there. So that's an issue too. They might have been gassed. Um, I mean, if they're out there for thirty six minutes, they might have been freaking tired. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to bring the pressure that late in the game, but we'll see. But it, coach will probably take a look at that, and maybe we'll see that on the next episode. But JJ Bolt fan, thank you for asking the question. Thanks for joining us. And thanks for joining us. Let's move it on now to Nick, who asked the question. Oi, oi, oi. They should call the Minnesota's receiver Thomas Jefferson because he governed game of the footballs. (laughs) Many problems with our team yesterday. I might write about it to Pamela Anderson in next love letter. (laughs) But we must dwell on the things that get me excited. I felt the big sweaty bull rush Rebosa come alive a bit more for the sackings. And as always, I'm keeping close, enjoyable eye on big sweat man Slater in the replay movie film. It's nice. I very much like touchdown to the ball holder, Mr. Austins. The Herbert gives it to him, a thread in the needle. Or throwing the grape at the rowboat, as Mr. Winking said. I no longer have the pulsation in news from the kick, man. He deserve all the sexy time that coming his way. <laughs> Comrades, we must still believe and still do not lose hope or cousin Bila will feed you to the platypuses. In charges we trust. Very well, I have big affection for you. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nick. Cute. He is the reason for the kick, man. Like, you know, oh, yeah. it's, a, it's become a thing. Nick is the kick man. The, he's the OG. OG kick man. Kick man originator. Yes. So props where props are due. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I got to focus on the positives of what, what was good. And yeah, that man, that ball that he threw to Austin, that was just like, <laughs> it's like when you watch a movie. And there's like a ship in space and it's got to like fly through this like closing door. And they're like, I don't know if we're going to make it, man. And then the door closes <laughs> and the ball gets through or the ship gets through. That's what it felt yeah. like when he threw the ball to Eckler. It was like you saw these two guys coming in on it. And you're just like, oh, no, I don't know if he's going to make it. And boom, it just hits. Her. And <laughs> the best right part the about it is though two defensive players hit each other. Oh, like, sure. Straight on like oh, yeah. helmet to helmet. Like, oh, wow. Like slight concussion on that one. That yeah. Was, that was enjoyable. Big time. Yeah. So they're nice. It was very nice. So, yeah, Nick, thank you for reminding us about the positives. We always appreciate it. Uh, Let's move it on now to Senior Snappy, who asked the question. (laughs) Hagen, you completed the Charger Challenge like a barbarian. 
But then you sit the yacht tot recovery beverage like a debutante. <laughs> Is it time to increase the resistance to 50 pounds? Would bigger overhead squats help the Chargers receivers handle their balls? <laughs> it's hard not to drink his cocktail with a pinky out. It's like multi-layered and beautifully colored. It would be doing it a disservice. Um, yeah, you can up that, up that shit. I'll do 50 pounds. I ain't scared. Let's go. Sign me up. Oh, my God. Front squat. Let's well, do go. you think that would uh, that would help the Chargers receivers handle the balls a little bit better if they get some uh, kettlebell squats going? <laughs> Maybe some Arnold presses. I feel like they would uh, improve I feel like Coach their... Lynn has some of those, like, what are those dolls, those voodoo dolls where yeah. you, like, <laughs> like when someone is about it's to catch the ball, he, like, rips their fingers back <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Just, oh! <laughs> There's no explanation for some of these drops. It's just yeah, yeah, just right through the fingers. No I don't know. Maybe just, more kettlebell squats. Hit them up. There's senior. certain games too where it's like kind of infectious. Like it yeah. starts happening, and then other teammates start doing right. it. It's not like the one player having a bad game. It's like, yeah, maybe we'll oh, give he this dropped to everybody. It? Oh, we should all drop it. Yeah, let's all <laughs> yeah. do it. You ain't cool if <laughs> yeah. you catch a pass. <laughs> you ain't cool as you catch a pass. Yeah, peeing in your pants is cool. Right. Consider me Dropping Miles pants. Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Miles Davis. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, so, yeah, there's got to be yeah. some maybe finger exercise or something that they can do, Senior Snappy, but uh, good to know Kevin sipped his beverage so delicately. And don't leave out the part where I fucking hammered those squats because that was also in there. And yeah, I don't apparently he did. The only thing I heard was the <laughs> sissy sipping. <laughs> and a shotgun of beer and won the shotgun and then I had this little cocktail. So it mm. was I'm not I'm not kidding. That was fantastic. It and sounds like snappy. all that Senior Snappy remembers was the sissy sipping. <laughs> Kevin's trying but to Senora focus on snappy the positive. Made the most delicious nachos. Um, yeah, they are I delicious. Highly, rec- I highly recommend. Those. Yes, those I guess were... they were a little different than the ones you had. But oh, really? Yeah, it was a nice slow cooked meat. It was delicious. Very nice. Very nice. So nice. Thank you, Senior Snappy, for giving us the four one one on Kevin's drinking ability. Let's <laughs> move it on now to JDM two one one eight, who asked the question: What's up, fuckers? I'm little lay, <laughs> but yo, what the fuck is going on? This team. Is good, homies, but that game was like the team just bent over and let the Vikings right in the rear end. Let's get this shit together. <laughs> F- bro, so frustrating. <laughs> shit. F- god. Oh, God. Yeah, it's frustrating. That's, it is frustrating. <laughs> yes. It's very frustrating. Yeah, it, it did feel that way, but uh, yeah, let's. <laughs> Let's get this shit together. That's but that we are. Be it, we are a good team. We are a good team. It is there. It's just you know. I have. I. I still have hope. I'm not. We're one game out from leading the AFC West. So right. Let's keep our heads down. I mean, let's yeah. I, I think we are a good team. It's just everything. Everything. Every time we talk about it, like these little things that got to get fixed. Just fix it. Just <laughs> stop just do doing it. it. Yeah. Just do the thing you're supposed to do. That's all I'm asking you to do. I'm not asking for the world. But thank you, JDM2118, for asking the question. Let's move it on He's now brother. to Russ Morrow, who asked the question. Do you guys think we should have gone for some of the fourth downs in the fourth quarter instead of punting when we were only down seven? I thought it was unstaily of the head coach. 
baby. Baby. Um, I, went, I went back daily. I like that phrase. I went, so I went back and looked, and the only time we only had the ball four times in the second half. Mm-hmm. And is that it? The, yeah, the first time we scored. The, the second time fuck? we had it, we were down. We were up seventeen to thirteen. Mm. Um, and we punted after five plays. It was fourth and thirteen. So when we rough. were at our own fourteen, so that's an obvious punt. The next time we had the ball, we were down 20 to 17 and we had the ball fourth and seven at our own 28. So that is an obvious punt. Um, And then the next time we had the ball, we scored, we kicked the field goal. So I think the one time that was debatable on, do you go for it on fourth down was that last time we had the ball Mm -hmm. where we decided to kick the field goal and make it 27, 20. Um, But I, you, you, I think, and I heard coach in the post game talk about it. You take the points, right? Right. right. If you don't get that, it's game over. It's not like, oh, let's be aggressive. That's game over. You need two scores no matter what. You take the field goal. And then if you get the ball back, you score a touchdown, you be aggressive and go for two and win the game. Exactly. So I, I, I completely agree with kicking the field goal there. You have to get the ball back regardless. Right. You need, you need two scores. So you'd get the score that you can. That's money that Hopkins, you know, is going to get you. And then you go back and try to score and then you be aggressive with the two points. So yeah, I don't I don't think any of the the going for it on fourth was out of character in this game. Right. Well, I think that's a good point. Like in those previous games when we were going like crazy on fourth down and potentially, you know, field goal range, it's because we didn't have a lot, you know, coach didn't have a, clearly have a lot of faith and trust in the kicker. Right. And now that he has too. a kicker right. and he has the faith, it's a different decision. So I yeah, think and I that's forgot, him being a good I forgot coach. what word he meant. He like he meant he, he mentioned something like probability of score or probability of points or something like that in his post game. Hmm. Something He's analytical. Like, Sounds like Yeah, something analytical where it's like the the probability of points was so high we just need, we needed to take the points and we could go score and get two on the second time the next possession because mm-hmm. we hadn't scored twice anyways. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if it was a if it was that situation if it was 20 to 7 then oh, yes, we go for it. We no would absolutely what. go for it. At that if it point. was a seven point game, we right. go for it no matter what. If it was an eight point game, I think he still goes for it. Yeah, if it's a one sure. score game, he's for sure going for it there. We needed two scores no matter what. So right. um, there's no way around. You might as well kick the field goal, get the points, and then you have to go stop them. And yeah. we just didn't. Couldn't do it, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> Ross, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to 619 Shaggy, who asked the question. Which player has been your biggest surprise and biggest disappointment, Tillery excluded, after 10 weeks? No Tillery, huh? <laughs> Very specific. I think, I think Jalen Guyton has been my biggest disappointment. He mm-hmm. just hasn't done anything. Yeah. We really thought he'd be that number three guy that was going to have a big year. And he's just kind of been a blip, like just a yeah. on the team. He hasn't done anything whatsoever. I think the biggest surprise for me and the thing that makes me the, like, one of the happier things is that Pipkins has not been activated in at least three weeks. There you go. That is a surprise. That is a negative fucking take. I'm going to own that right now. Sure. But there is something very like I've been raising my hand like, coach, please don't let this man in the football game. And he hasn't let him in like three or four weeks. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. That's I think a, my, that's a my biggest surprise has been our tight end room the like completeness of it. Like mm-hmm. McKitty's even getting in yeah. there now. Anderson has been a huge shock. Par- Parham is having a good year. Um, sorry, I had to pronounce it right. It's good. Nope, um, you got it. But they're all, yeah, I think the whole tight end room in general is, is playing at a really high level. And I didn't, I thought Hunter Henry being gone was going to be a real blow for our offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think the, 
I give you my biggest disappointment has got to be the volcano. I was so pumped yeah. on like new kicker. You let's were, party. You love the um, nickname too. Of course. I love the nickname. I love the nickname yeah. almost as, more than the player, honestly. And I, you know, when you, <laughs> when you come up with something you think is pretty great and it doesn't pan out, it just sucks. Yeah, it just sure. sucks. Yeah. Sucks. Back to the and drawing board. That's like, back to the, that's like when we came up with Money Badger and, you know, they at least had a, had a good year, but yes. Yeah. That had was, to take a withdrawal on that. Had to. No more money left in that account. Absolutely. Except for now, he's on the Colts and he's kicking everything, but who's this? But whatever. Um, yeah, I think, I, I think for me getting, uh, Dustin Hopkins, like that's, that's been the biggest surprise because we've been grasping at kicker straws for so long. It was just like, yeah. this still felt, this didn't feel like a sure thing. And it honestly still doesn't, but it feels more sure than any, the, like the past two or three years of kickers that we've had. So it's just like, okay, we're getting, getting a little bit more back on firm ground. So that's been a surprise and disappointment. I think the biggest disappointment is not seeing Fahoko out there as much. I keep seeing him on the sidelines because, I mean, hard not to recognize that big bushy beard that he's got right now. I, he must be doing No Shave November. Um, you know, and it's just, I want to see him out there. Like, I, I, and obviously, like, they're not putting him in for a reason, but it's just, it's that, you know, like we mentioned last week, like, where you're more a fan of the player than you are of their playing you know like um like Forrest Merrill like we would love to see Forrest Merrill back out there but it's like obviously he's not playing for a reason so right you know those are disappointments you know not to not against them just like man I wish I could see those guys because I really I'm dying to see his sack dance yeah I just want to see his sack dance that's all 619 Shaggy thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to tweet me up Scotty who asked the question Anybody notice refs in this game? It seemed like every other play needed a huddle. Then another huddle to make sure they got the right call. Then another huddle after that to make sure the second huddle was the right call for the first huddle. Like, make up your freaking minds. Yeah, it was bizarre. It was. They didn't know what they were doing. Really weird. Yeah. I. I, I mean, to, the Vikings had more penalty yards than us, so I mean... They called it both ways. It was just bizarre and kind of slowed down the game. And it, it did slow it down the game. Yeah, there watch. was a lot of flags getting thrown. Because it, it felt like we had more, but we were only seven penalties for 52 yards, and they were 10 penalties for 118. But that's yeah, 17 penalties in one game. I don't know. That seems that's like a lot. lot. <laughs> they, yeah, a hey, lot. they wanted to participate. They wanted that. They wanted that trophy. Those <laughs> referees really wanted to get that participation trophy and really stand out and make it make a difference in right. the game. My mom's recording that's this game. You, most penalties in the me. in the <laughs> week for the NFL, Sick you know they're they're gonna get they're gonna get a little bit of research done by the league. Like, why are these guys throwing so many penalties? So, hopefully, they see that Jeff Justin Jefferson talk. I mean, I mean, you hope so. We'll we'll find out. But uh, tweet me up, and Scotty. Oh, quick shout out for Scotty. He's starring in a play that starts this Friday. Starring he's in a he, he's yes, he is a Gaston from Gaston. Beauty and the Beast. So I saw him at the game. Wanted to shout that out. It's in Orange County, I believe. So wow. Go follow Scott Rydelsky. And if you're, a, if you're a play person, you like to go see them plays. Be like some musicals. This is the one. And he's, he's tall. <laughs> so I think he'll be a good guest on. Awesome. Well, yeah. Scott Rydelsky. Good luck to you, buddy. Break a leg. Yeah, good luck, man. Yeah. Friday night. Kick some ass. Break. What do you say? Kick. Break a leg. Break a leg. Break a leg. That's 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 the actor. Kick some ass. Wait, some, wait. Wait. <laughs> wait. I was like football. No, this is different. No, 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 no. Break, break a leg. Break some Peter. ass. No, no. Yeah. yeah uh, break some ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Thank you, Scott. Uh, let's move it on now to Blonded Surfer, who asked the question. A terrible game indeed. The defense cracked at points, but they held up just enough to give the offense multiple opportunities to score points. That final drive before the half ended dictated how the game was going to go. That drive had to end with it in at least three points. The defense forced a three and out and allowed the offense to have exceptional field position with the help of Robert's return. Near the 52 timeouts in one minute, yet the O sputtered once again. It was third and six, and the play seemed to be designed for Cook on an out. Yes, Herbert threw a bad ball, but when you have Mike, Keenan, Eckler, shit, even Parham and Anderson, why the hell was Cook the one to get the ball on such a pivotal third down? We should have ended the first half tied at the very least. I think Lombardi's deserving of true criticism of his play calling with this team. It almost feels like he doesn't know how to utilize every talent that we have. We're, why is Herbert being used like he's an immobile, weak-armed Drew Brees? Where are the 10 to 20-yard pass design plays? Why are so many of his throws short of the sticks? Lombardi's shown great moments. But recently, he seems like he's trying to take care of Herbert like they did with Breeze. He's just in f***ing Herbert. Let him loose and help him the f*** out already by allowing him to do what he does best. My apologies for this long-ass text. This loss just really bummed me out. Yeah. Same. Same blonded surfer. Same, dude. I mean, I don't know. How... Tell, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, Kyle, like how often is a play designed where it's like, I only want you to throw to this one person? No, never. That's not, that's not, that's very rare. In the NFL, I don't know if it ever is. In, in high Mary. school, yeah. In high school, there's time, but even in a Hail Mary, there's multiple options you're throwing to. Right. You get to look, survey, decide who you want to go to and go to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be my only rebuttal is go back and watch um, Game Pass from that end zone view. See if there are routes deep and Herbert's the one choosing to throw underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know if if it's it's actually play design or player decision. Mm-hmm. You know, like, are there de- deep routes and Herbert's like, no, I don't want to throw that. I'm going to throw here. Um, maybe that's the case. Maybe that's just what, what defenses are giving us and he's trying to be a smart and not take a lot of chances. And maybe the, that needs to be coaching instead of play calling adjustment of, Justin, you need to start letting it go, man. You just need to start being yourself, letting that thing loose. It's okay if it's a pick. A pick on third down is a deep punt if you're throwing the ball 40 yards downfield. Let it rip, and let's take some chances. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah, hard hard to tell exactly what it is. I feel you, though, Blonded Surfer. It feels like there's got to be something, and it's, I mean, we don't want to put the fault on Herbert, but it's just like, if the option is for him to make the decision on who he's going to throw it to, like, that might be part of the issue. I don't know. I'm not saying Herbert's a bad QB by any stretch of the imagination, but if he's getting pressured as often as he is, or if these guys keep dropping the balls like they are, like I'm sure he's probably a little gun shy to throw the ball sometimes or to throw make those risks when he's like, Fuck, they're just not going to catch it. Like they're they're going to drop it or something. It's going to not go right. But I don't know, man. It, it it is what it is, blonded surfer. But hey, we appreciate you every week. Uh, let's move it on now to Daniel Lawallen, who asked the question. 
Okay, okay, okay. So, like, riddle me this, Batman. Like, what's 5'11", 212 pounds, the terrible at blocking assignments? Okay, I'll tell you. It's the f***ing the worst running back in the league, Joshua Smelly. F***, it's like totally time to cut him loose, bro, Chachos. Can't later I do. Joshua Smelly. Wow. Yeah, he blew a big, take. big yeah. block on... Where was that? Was that later in the game, I believe? I'm trying to remember. It's but he did Evans. blow a block, yeah. It was a big one that it, it resulted in a sack. It was something bad. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. He's not getting the carries. It's just looking like uh, our Missouri boys getting, you know, Roundtree's getting most of At least of getting these, the goal line takes, yeah. One. I was surprised that I, I feel like Austin might have gotten hurt or something, but he wasn't out there for when he usually is. So, mm-hmm. um, it, you're yeah, because Austin's got some pretty Roundtree. big jump, big, big leap, too. But, uh, yeah, it was good to yeah. see Roundtree have, have that big leap as well. But worst running back in the league? I mean, come on, man. That's, that's a little harsh there, Daniel. <laughs> I could probably find it. I don't know. We, we can, we can, we, yeah, well, he's a running back three, guys. Right. Like, running back four in reality because we love Justin Jackson. So <laughs> right. I really do think Josh Kelly's running back four. So it's like if he's playing, it's just you know you're not going to get great stuff out of him. You hope it's not like we saw. Right. Um, but yeah, he very likely could get cut right. very quickly. He's running back four on right. the depth chart. It's right. not, you're not making big bucks. You're not really stable on the roster. He's not active every week. Right. Um, it's just, but if he's out there, he's there. out there for a you reason. Got it. You need to, he needs to do better. Right. Yeah. yeah. Especially pass blocking. Like don't be a liability, man. Just yeah. Don't get just Don't do that. I mean, and hey, at least he's not Melvin Gordon fumbling the ball and letting him run it back for a Again. touchdown. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what what is wrong with that man? I, just, I, I, I missed it. Football. What happened? Melvin Gordon he fumbled, fumbled on it. Sunday and they returned it for a touchdown. It's, and it was Slay from the Eagles that picked it up yeah. and ran it back for a touchdown. So oh my 70, God. 73 yards or something <laughs> yeah, back for a something touchdown. Crazy. Uh, so see, yeah. when you go to games, sometimes you don't see the NFL <laughs> ticket, you don't see the red zone, <laughs> yeah, right. you don't get to laugh at, at Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> Have a little shot in Freud. But uh Daniel, always good to hear from you, buddy. Let's move it on to Agent Rivers. Who so asked the question? Ooh. By order of the fucking Peaky Blinders, mate, I'd like to call out Coach Carl today because I know he will disagree with this and try to excuse him, but Lombardi's starting to look like a very conservative play caller. What's up with all these short passes, eh? I see people saying it looks like Lombardi still thinks he is Drew Brees at his quarterback. Well, he doesn't. He's got motherfucking Justin Herbert in his hands. <laughs> and he's fumbling his second year. Let's open up the field. Herbert's far from the new long QB breeze was. This play calling is ridiculous. Lombardi's wasting Herbert's second year. Don't believe me? Look at this next-gen stat sheet that shows all these damn dinks and dunks. It's annoying, mate. Coach Kyle, how is this excusable? Convince me that Lombardi's doing the right thing with cannon-armed Herbie because I'm 100% confident he's not. I'm just asking for his head. I'm not just, I'm not asking for his head. Excuse me. I'm not asking for his head. I'm just <laughs> arguing that he's wasting the talent we have. Lions fans look to be right. Lombardi has such a boring game plan with another rocket arm QB named Stafford. Seems to me he hasn't made a single adjustment since then. I'm mad, eh? Tommy, where, where's the whiskey? Woo. Coach. Coach. Yeah. He's, he's I, convinced, I, but <laughs> try and unconvince him. No, no, no. I had some ideas for what I was going to do for the Friday episode for Coach's Corner, but what I'll do is I'll look at all of our pass plays and I'll look where there's a deep option. If there's a deep option 
and if Justin just chose not to go to it because you can't you can't blame play calling if there's deep options and Justin doesn't throw it. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's choosing the checkdowns, then he's choosing the checkdowns. Um, now, coach may be telling him, "Hey, look for the checkdown." But at the end of the day, he's the one pulling the trigger, and if the and the playbook's there to go deep, and he's choosing to go underneath, I don't know how you blame that on play calling. So I will look. It may be the case. Um, mm-hmm. I'm as a fan, I'm frustrated about it too. I think Justin has we the all best. Are, yeah, Justin has the best deep ball arm in the NFL. Um, we see it time and time again when we let it go. Um, I would rather see an incomplete deep ball pass than a drop pass for three yards. So um, that's what I'll do for Coach's Corner on Friday. So um, Agent Rivers, stick around, come back on Friday, look at it, watch our episode because um, I'll look at some of the the route the routes that we're running and see if the deep ones are there and we're just not going to them. All right. Well, there you go, Excited. Agent Rivers. Kyle's going to break it all down for you. Come Challenge back on accepted. <laughs> Player <laughs> two has <laughs> entered the game. All right. <laughs> Let's move on now to Efren Abarca. Who asked the question? Hello, bro chachos. Seems a lot of folks out there talking about Lombardi not dialing up the right plays because we're not seeing the deep throws enough. You know, like in Madden. But I think defense has been taking away some of the deep throws. And when they've been there, either Herbo hasn't hit them or O-line just doesn't hold on long enough. Maybe both. Maybe Coach has to do another breakdown. Well, come on back Friday there, Efren. He's going to bring it on down for you. We're going through some growing pains, fam, but remember, tough times don't last. Tough people do. We're coming, both fam. Just be patient. Bolt up. I f***ing love well, that. Well, Tough times <laughs> don't last. Tough people do. That's right. I love that, Efren. Let's go. Absolutely. I'm all fired up. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm tough. <laughs> I'm tough. Uh, yeah. I'm tougher than tough times. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, Sunday, drink my, tough. I'll drink my drink with <laughs> yeah. snappy. Mm. Yeah. So there you go, Efren. I think Coach is going to bring down some of yeah, these plays. Good timing. So, that worked out. Great timing on the on the questions there. So come back on Friday, Efren. We'll we'll see what we've got. Let's move it on now to Okie Doggy, who asked the question. Hot damn! I'm tired of this shit. Now this team better focus the fuck up. Yes, the defense has problems, but there are moments where they got to stop. But our offense just stalls as they didn't read the script. Only I get to do that shit because the script reads me. If you want me to do something, then you better spit that shit out, man. Now going back to the offense, if we aren't getting called for a penalty, then we are either dropping passes, not protecting our runners, a QB, bad play calls, and or Air Bear not having a good day each week. This offense should be able to put up close to or even over 30 points a game. It is almost as insulting as that time Al Pacino tried insulting a national treasure in Crocodile Dundee. Now, what do you maggots <laughs> think needs to happen for our offense to actually put points on the board from the offense at a consistent rate? Should Palmer get more looks? Do we just throw it more than usual? Will Belaga be back at all? And if so, will he be good enough? Will Justin stop throwing every ball like Randy motherfucking Johnson? Will Mike Dub go back to that time he outplayed the Rams and Chiefs? Will Lombardi be reminded of his time with the Lions, with Stafford, and what not to do? Because I don't recognize this team at all. I'm saying this because I know who I am. I'm the dude asking a dude to voice a dude who is playing a dude, playing a dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> they the dude that don't know what do they are. 
And why am I still in character? I don't know why. I know why. I don't have to tell you, but I will anyway. Man, I don't drop character till I've done a DVD commentary. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go watch go watch Tropic Thunder now. I'm all, I love that movie. That I'm good, the dude Adam. playing the dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> That is such an underrated movie. I love that movie. That's so funny. Oh, God. Um, there's a lot going on in here, Oki. Yeah. <laughs> Oki, you always have a lot to unpack. I think um, You have some good insights, though. It feels no, like no. you could go on a rant, oh. man. Maybe you're our podcaster we need to hear from. I feel mm. like there's something in there, Oki Doggy. There it's you go. The, it's the what is the like, what is our what's wrong with the offense? One, you can't drop balls. That's obvious. That's huge. That That changes everything. I do. Well, Kevin has something to say. No, I'm waiting for two. I'm going to be your. Oh, your oh, hand oh, oh. this I is usually. Like, hang on. Excuse me. No. I have something to say. <laughs> this You're is done. number one. Yeah. I'm keeping tally yeah. for you. All right, it's keeping score. Well, now I got. So number one, don't me. drop balls. Number don't one, drop don't drop balls. Um, number two, <laughs> I I um hate to be. I don't know if I believe this, but I feel like I do. I feel like we need to be a pass first, run compliment offense I still feel like we're running the ball to try to set up the pass mm. I feel like first downs were there's a sometimes when we're forcing run plays when we don't need to I think we need to be throwing the ball and then allowing the run to develop based on <laughs> still there <laughs> Sorry, Adam, Adam. Adam made me laugh. I wasn't. I was just kind of putting my hand down, and then Adam started laughing. I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll stop. If you're this gonna go inside, numbers, I apologize. If you're the number I'm guy, really be the number guy. Tired. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. your identity. You bailed on the numbers. I don't think I'm the numbers. Through. All right, I'm sticking. I'm sticking. I'm sticking. Speech is done, dude. <laughs> Shut down, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I didn't mean. Wreck this I wasn't piece, trying dude. to distract. No, keep going. Come on. There's got to be a third. I don't have a three. I don't have a three. All right, two. All right, two solid Sorry, points Kyle. from I didn't Kyle. Mean to do that to you. Kyle, give me two. Um. All right. Yeah, you made a lot Sorry, of good dude. points there, Okie Doggy. I think really it's just like, what is our identity? Yeah. You know, what are we? Are we a running team? Are we a passing team? Are we? Yeah. Physical because are the we identity finesse, of what we are, are we now. Deep ball? Are we short? I don't know. Right. It's different. It seems to be different from week to week. Which, yeah. On one hand, you could say that's good because the other Match team ups. doesn't know what's going to yeah. be. Yeah. But on the other hand, it ain't working. <laughs> so gotta, we gotta execute. Make it work. The best teams have execute. identity, like right. the Ravens. Like you know who they are, and they still show up and beat, punch you in the mouth and beat you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got to have an identity, and I don't really know what ours is right now. Yeah. They're yeah. the team playing the team disguised as another <laughs> disguised team. Disguised as another team. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. There you go. Have our title. Okie doggie. Thank you for <laughs> making this excellent observations. I love it. That was good. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move it on now to Senora Snappy, who asked the question. Queen of nachos. That's right. Oh, she's badass. Hoo-ha! Would you rather... Look like a fool while throwing a shoe and receive a 15-yard penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct or pity the fools who looked like clapping gators chanting scrolls. Hoo-ha! Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> Dude, they were they blowing. Stupid. They They were blowing it. And not only were they doing well, it. No, here, here's the problem. The stadium wasn't making the noise, so there's no way for them to be together. It looked <laughs> no. like, let's all try to do it together. Ready? Go. Mm -mm. 
This is what it looked like. <laughs> it sounded okay. worse, and it looked worse than that. Like they, God. not only that, these guys. I don't know what it was. They decided to do this right when the zebras were having meetings. There was nothing to get fired uh. up about. There was absolutely nothing. They picked the they worst times. And it was all over the place. Like everyone thought I walked by one guy on the way to the stadium. He's like, we really showed up guys. We really showed up guys. Like, no, you didn't. I, I saw the video from last time where you took over our little yeah. stadium there. You showed you up. It was, yeah. I thought we had more, we were louder at times when they were on offense than they were against sure. us when we were on offense. I saw plenty of times Kirk Cousins was holding his hand up on the, on the helmet. And that, he was crouching down in the middle of the yeah. huddle so we could talk to the guys. Yeah. Exactly. We were loud yeah. as shit. It was so fun. It was, we were louder there than we were at the Dallas game. So I think, you know, even though we're not, you know, winning all these games, the fans are still showing up. So mm-hmm. those guys, you know, stupid. It is, yeah. Oh, I'm curious. What was the uh, the people around you? Were there more Charger fans, more Viking Charger fans, fans in whole your immediate bunch. area? Good. I, it was all Charger fans. Good. Uh, there was one. Okay, so there was one guy next to me that we ended up just sliding down two seats because he brought his girlfriend and him had never been to a football game before, and they were cheering and not knowing what they were talking about. But he was explaining to her how football worked. When uh, he doesn't know how football works, and I was uh, just sitting there like, "Oh my god, kill me! Get me out of here! Get me out of here!" I couldn't. I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta interrupt this! Like, that's not how a first down works, sweetheart. That's not how that happens." So yeah, that's fun. so it was uneducated Vikings fans and a whole bunch of drunk, happy Charger fans. Good, good, good to hear. Thank you, Senor Snappy, for asking the question. Uh, yeah, I mean, would you rather? Um, I'll I'll pity the fools, I guess, that look like clapping I'll pity, I'll gators. Pity I'll, I'll pity them. I'll pity uh, they're fools. foolish. They're pitiful. <laughs> um, let's move it on to shamelessly positive Ryan, who asked the question. <clears throat> Tough loss to the Vikes. Believe me, I wanted nothing more than to quiet the Vikes fan base about the Offensive Rookie of the Year award talks. I know a loss can be just as emotional as a win, but one of the hardest parts of a loss is looking at the overreactions on social media. Can you gents please give your insight or advice to quick trigger fans out there and how to be more positive. The sky isn't falling. Staley is still the head coach. No one outside of the organization knew the details of the trade deadline, and Herbert is still my QB. Kill of you, bye. It's a good, good. I actually had, a, I, a, something to try for a week. This may not be a good recommendation, but something to try. <laughs> if you, if what you're about to post, you heard on the broadcast, don't do it. Just don't just don't do that post. Like we all heard it on the broadcast, you don't have to say it. Basically, <laughs> if if you have a very unique take on something that isn't, you know, everyone saying it, try that. Do just for a week and we'll see how what kind of insight and and th- things we hear because I want to hear the things people think we can get better at. I'm tired of hearing the same talking points that we heard on the broadcast just mm-hmm. just regurgitated over and over again. So mm-hmm. Maybe that I'm not saying that that you're bad for doing that. I'm just saying maybe for a week, try to think outside the box a little bit, just a little bit, or just make maybe. yeah, just have you know have it be your thought. You know, be if you, negative. If you've got a thought, if you want to be you're fucking negative, negative, be negative as shit. But be, your, be negative yeah. as shit with your own unique take. There you go. Yeah, it's worth yeah, a shot. I just or just ha- I have an idea. 
for a week. If you for don't have week. something nice, don't say yeah. it at all. <laughs> Golden rule. I just feel like give it a week. Try what it feels like to not post negative bull crap all week. You're probably going to be more excited for Sunday and in a better mood throughout the week. Mm-hmm. It's just like, golly, I tried to tweet some like optimistic outlook on on the game right after the game happened, almost in a way to like cheer myself up. And then it immediately, boom, boom, two people like, oh, yeah, well, our offense sucked, too. And our play calling sucked. <laughs> and you look fat in those jeans. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> my mom was like, God, all right, bye. I'm done here. This sucks. I don't know. It's like not fun. That's not fun. I'm not. It's not fun. I, I want to have fun with the Chargers. It's right. not fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're all about having fun. And, and a fun shouldn't be. Why? completely related to winning the game. Like you can yeah. still have fun. Like we're having fun right now. We fucking lost yeah, that we game. Are. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- there are positive things to look at, but I mean, just more importantly, try to have fun. Um, yeah. You'll live longer. Uh, thank you. Shameless. And, positive, and Ryan. at the oh. end of the day, at the end of the day, none of us have any influence on wins or losses. None, none all. whatsoever. We wish we did. Yeah, I try to wear the right underwear. It doesn't seem to help. So I'm trying. I'm sorry. (laughs) No underwear. Oh, there you go. We'll try no underwear next next week. That's the next step. (laughs) Commando, folks. Underwear. Captain Underwear. And you know that if we win, it will be commando from here on out. Free balling. (laughs) All right. Shamelessly positive, Ryan. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on to Mr. Bill 541. Who asked the question? If you had to get rid of one of our tight ends, who would you choose and why? Okay, love you, bye. This is kind of a tough question. It seemed obvious. Oh, sorry. What voice was that? He he wanted Harvey Firestein. He's he was he was in Mrs. Doubtfire and he was in Independence Day. He's like, oh crap. <laughs> okay, God. I, it rang a bell and I was like, who is that? I need to know. Okay, I mean, sorry, those, God, that's what I remember from. He's also done voice work as well, but yeah. I know exactly. Javi Feierstein. Oh, God. <laughs> sorry, Kyle. All right. Which tight end to get rid of if you had yeah, to? I, yeah. I, I, there's a lot that goes into it, right? Yeah. Because Cook is on a one year deal. He's only going to be here for that long. Mm-hmm. I think the obvious answer of productivity right now is Trey McKitty because he just hasn't done enough. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. But if you're looking as a GM for the future of the team, um, I think maybe it's Cook. I don't know. Like, he's a good player, mm-hmm. but he's he's only got nine games left on a contract. Right. These other guys are have proven that they can get the job done too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of lean towards Cook as well, and for not. Not for a lack of productivity, because he's just going to be really expensive. He costs a lot more than all those other guys combined. Right. Um, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. Obviously, we like him, but to answer the question, that's probably what I would say. I mean, really, I mean, like you said last week, it feels like he was the bridge for our tight ends. Right. He's the veteran presence that you know is getting these guys up and running. But like, how long do you need that veteran presence if you know these guys can if still I was go out there and to get rid produce. of one right now? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, it's a good position group. It's one of the better ones we yeah. have on this team. So right. it, it's tough because you're you're going to give away production somewhere. I think the easy one would be the rookie that's played, you know, in his second or third game. Yeah. Because um, and the coaches too, because he's not always activated. So mm-hmm. it's but it's a good it's a good problem to have. Like, just stop dropping balls, Cook. We got this. <laughs> Absolutely, Mister Bill Five Four One. Thank you for asking the question. That was- 
certified fresh. I gave you like so many pauses. All right, let's move it on to Danny Lags, who asked the question. <clears throat> Can't really do this voice, but. Charlie, Charlie Day. Charlie Day! It's kind of higher pitched, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, young bucks! <laughs> it was tough watching everything go down in person yesterday. It looked like uh, we weren't uh, playing uh, gritty football. Also, the disrespect from Jefferson throwing the ball to Slayer. Sheesh! What has to be fixed to stop some Steelers? Next week. Wild card. Wild card. Wild card. <laughs> uh yeah. What do we what do we what do, I mean what, what do we, we what do we what do we <laughs> what's up, folks? <laughs> Sorry, my my CD was skipping there. Um <laughs> Yeah. T- well, t- t- today, Junior. I was trying to think like Trying to incorporate because we just we, everybody saw that the Steelers just got their yeah. first tie of the of the season yeah, for everybody very in the impressive league, which was impressive the against the Detroit Lions. Yeah. So, yeah. but we know that we just can't look at that team and go like, ah, easy no. win layup. You know, just can't nope. do that no more. So, right. um, I don't know what they're uh, hit Ben Roethlisberger if he's playing. If he's playing, yeah, we don't know. He's playing. Roethlisberger like, be playing. Oldest man, like he is underthrowing people. He is. We have Kickman. They have Old Man. Old Man. Old Old Man man and Kickman. Old Man, take a look at your balls. They don't go that far. (laughs) I think we just need to execute. Like, I don't think any big overhaul needs to happen. We need to take a couple shots downfield on offense and execute. Catch Mm -hmm. balls, no penalties, clean it up, and we're good. I don't know. It's just that simple. Justin, have a good game. And we don't let them run all over us. Uh, Najee Harris, is it Najee Harris? Is a yeah, good Najee running Harris. back. So right, Najee, yeah. sorry, Najee Harris. No, His, Najee. No, no R. I, I was right. Yeah, Najee. Najee, okay, sorry. Najee Harris. Um, he's, he's a good running back. So keep him and then um, old man, um, make him take a look at his life. Make him retire. Wouldn't that be sick if we retired Ben Roethlisberger? Right. We made that one halftime. Retire halfway through a game. If you can make a quarterback retire halfway through a game. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Oh, jeez. Joey Bosa, just eat. Let's get your four four sack game. Oh, that would be be amazing. It would be delicious. It would be Jakey. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Danny Lags, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to our last question. Salty sports guy. Yeah. Who asks, I'm glad you guys posted this late because right after the game, I would have been shamelessly pessimistic. After sleeping on it, I'm less of a negative Nwosu and more of a positive Parham. Instead of asking the easy <laughs> questions, I'm asking the tough ones. Is it too early for Christmas? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Positive Parham. Yes, I it's too early it for is. Christmas. We just had this conversation, Kyle. Was it Thanksgiving? You can't okay. don't put anything out until after Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving. Fair enough. You just ruin Christmas if it's too long. It's it not is. special. Yeah. It's just like I don't want to walk into a grocery do- store and hear jingle bells on November 10th, which was dude. Not, yeah. 
before Halloween, I went to like a Home Depot and there was Christmas decorations. Yeah, I'm like, I'm no. still feeling spooky right now. Right. I'm feeling spooky I'm, and I am not. spooky season. <laughs> it is spooky season. I don't need to see any snowy trees. I need to go from spooky to thankful, then Christmas. Not, <laughs> you jumped over thankful. <laughs> I can't go from spooky to Mary. Come on. Yeah, come on. There's a middle. He's, Get it's the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> we need our, 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 our cook in Turkey. Our, our, our cook of tight ends has to be the Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. Yes. You can't just come on. Yeah. You need the cook. Yeah. Bridge the gap. All right. Salty sports guy. Thank you for asking the tough questions. And thank you, everybody within Ask Bolt Fan, for asking always great questions and always great scripts. Always <laughs> really, that's. This is the best part. This is the fun 100%. Of, yeah. of this episode and, and getting out and, you know, the tough losses. So thank you guys for helping us get through it as much as we help you get through it. Um, all right. Well, before we get out of the episode, got some bolt predictions to make. So guys, what are your bolt predictions for the Pittsburgh Steelers game, which is Sunday night, by the way? And who is going to that game? Ooh, you and it's coach. Ooh. <laughs> Who are you taking with you? Yeah, it's it's almost my wife's birthday, so I'm taking my wife, and uh-huh. it's also her sister, her twin sister's birthday. So I'm going with my wife and my sister in law. There you go. Yeah. That, All right, that, that checks out. That makes sense. That'll be a good yeah, good group. Fun. So yeah, you get Sunday to meet the, night, if you, you get guys... to meet the twins. If you get to meet the twins in Thunder Alley, you're lucky because they are awesome. a they are hell of awesome. a time. They're a hoot. They're a hoot, They're a hoot and a holler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should be a real fun game. So yeah, keep an eye out for Coach. He'll be walking around Thunder Alley and be sure to get them all liquored up because I'm sure the twins will take care of them just fine. <laughs> um, but Bolt predictions. What do we got, guys? Kev, go ahead. Go for, I'll go first. Uh, I think we're going to win. Um, I'll be... You think? Um, Abby, Abby, thirty-one twenty-one. Chargers win, um, and we have three Bosa sacks on old man. Nice, Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. Very All good, right, Bulldog. What do you got? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say twenty-eight seventeen. Chargers, Abby, and uh, I'm gonna say Keenan Allen gets two touchdowns. Nice. Okay. That was a long, long pause for that one. Well, I try to but think of something you. like super duper creative and like outside the box. And it's just like, there's no room for that right now. We just need to win. We got to <laughs> yeah, win. Yeah. We're not here for yeah. a good time. Yeah. We're here for yeah. wins. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm going to go odd score. I don't know why. I'm just feeling it. 27 23 okay. Chargers, OBS. <laughs> um, and here's my bold prediction no dropped balls. No, not one. Jesus. None. Yeah. See those see, zero coaches always got great bolt predictions. He's always just like, he's swinging zero for the fences. Balls. That's good. 27, That's good 23. I can't until the chargers prove they can score 30 points. I can't give them any more 30 point predictions in these things. I always, I always go high and I'm <laughs> so off. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Bolt predictions in the books episode in the books. That is it for us this week at charger chat. Uh, tune in Friday for a breakdown from coach. But until then, don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. K love you. Bye. K love you. Bye. K love you. Bye. A dude playing a dude playing another dude. Disguised as another dude. <laughs> Thanksgiving. And now a word from our sponsors. Oh, no. 
Did you get pulled over for speeding and the cop won't let you off with a warning? Call taunting. Arguing with your fiancé about where to spend your honeymoon and they just won't agree with you? Call taunting. Are you out on a date night and you don't think it's going to work out? Call taunting. That's right. Call 1-800-TAUNTING to get you out of any situation. Our trained professionals will walk you through every situation, no matter how complicated, and make sure you get what you want. Call 1-800-TAUNTING. Too many letters in that phone number? Sounds like taunting to me. 1-800-TAUNTING. Your get-out-of-jail-free card that everyone hates. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.